Are you a cake maker running a business or a business owner making cakes? Hi, I'm Sammy. Hi, I'm Bronya, and welcome to the business of cake making. Hello, and uh, welcome to the business of cake making. Today, we're talking about what of what, what is it called? What we wish, wish we, we knew. knew. <laughs> Things we wish we knew. <laughs> Things we wish we knew when we start first started our businesses. I've got quite a few things on my uh, yeah, list. Yeah, I have. And, I and have. On your head as well. Yeah. So let's I, get started. I, I, can I, before we, I got this yeah. idea. I have completely and utterly stolen this idea from a podcast called Wish We Knew. Is there a podcast called There's Wish, a podcast Wish We Knew? Called yeah, a podcast called Wish We Knew. And it's by two small business owners, two female small business owners called Vix Meldrew and Alice Benham. And they are both small business owners. One's in advertising and one's in um, like blogging and things. And they have a whole podcast about things they wish they knew. So I've blatantly stolen this idea. But it's a really good podcast. Yeah. If you're looking for a podcast. So I forgot to say that earlier. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've added it to my list. So <laughs> nice to be back, actually. Isn't it? it feels like we've been away for ages. It's nice to be back. It is. It is. We have been away for, and then we've got we're recording two episodes in one week this week. It's yeah. like all or nothing for us, isn't it? But it is nice to be back, and we've had lots of lovely messages. And Sammy, you yeah. have lots of lovely messages. I you? have as well. I have as well. It's been amazing. People have been so kind because my mum died um, a couple of weeks ago, so um, it's been a bit tough. But um, we'll get there. We will. <laughs> but our listeners, our listeners are amazing, and we've had so many lovely, lovely messages. So thank you yeah. all for thinking of Sammy. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you want to start with things you wish you knew? Okie dokie. Um, I'm going to go around my list. <laughs> um, I'm going to start with, you don't need to buy all the equipment. <laughs> we, we both had this on our list. <laughs> you, yes. The habitancy, when you first start a business, you think, oh my God, I'm, I won't be professional if I haven't got everything. So you, you have a kind of like a spending spree. You go out and yeah. you buy all the stuff and then you never, ever, ever, ever use it again. No. And um, you, I mean, I've got a storage unit from when I had the shop. A lot of stuff went into the storage unit and I went down and picked up some of the stuff from storage unit the other day. And bearing in mind, it's been in there in storage for two years. Um, we haven't had the shop for four, three and a half, four years. And I was going through one of the boxes and I've got things in there. I mean, this is baking stuff. This isn't even decorating stuff. So I had a lemon zester, an apple corer, um, mm. a butter curler thingy, mm. a melon mm. baller. I had all these bits and pieces and and I've clearly not needed them for three years because no. they've been set in a box. But the other thing is that quite often I see on like a lot of Facebook pages, you know, um, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff for sale, isn't there? You know, you can buy molds yeah. for this and a cutter for that. And, and someone Things says... to put balls onto your cake, yeah, draggy things. Yeah, and all that. And, and people look and they, they, they get asked to do a cake with a certain 
with a certain shape on it. So they go and buy the cutter and it's like, well, you've just spent, say, £5 on that cutter, which has taken off £5 profit off your cake. Mm. Are you ever going to use that cutter again or could you have hand cut it? Yeah. Or could you have temp- done a template and cut round it? If you have a good network of friends, which I'm sorry, I'm going to talk about in a bit, yeah. if you've got a good network of cake friends on a Facebook group, whatever, you can borrow yeah. sometimes you can ask and borrow these things and um and, and sometimes you can share your um knowledge of what you're making so you can pass on or oh, you don't need to buy that piece of equipment yeah. you can do this yeah. yeah like you say use a template or yeah use templates and, like and they don't take that much longer and not everything comes out of a mold some things have to be uh, handmade as well yeah um, so and don't it, spend... it does look nicer sometimes doesn't it yeah. when you make it yeah I remember that um, Cake International cake you did, and it had the unicorn, it had a little unicorn oh, thing yeah. on it. And people kept saying, "Was that a mold? Where did you get the mold?" It's like, "No, I made it. That was one that you made. It was, it wasn't yeah. molded." No. So you don't need all the stuff. Don't spend all the money because you will lose profit on your cake if you do that. That's yeah. The other thing I say is don't don't get all the subscriptions as well. <laughs> <laughs> don't pay for all the subscriptions. Yes, it's lovely to learn lots of stuff, but don't don't pay for all of them in one go. You know, yeah it's you just don't need it you don't need it no. it's a lot of money and it whilst it's lovely I've got boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes and cupboards filled with stuff that I never even look at and I haven't looked at for four years uh, cookie cutters you, how many cookie cutters did we oh use my have? god I I have just cleared out mine but there were so many yeah yeah I've got hundreds in a box in storage never to be seen never to be used yeah. such yeah. a waste so um so my, I'm going to go, I'm going to go big. I'm going to go straight in big. I'm going to go with, um, when you're starting your business, everyone desperately wants to learn how to make the prettiest, most beautiful cakes. And we'll sit there on YouTube and on cake flicks and watch all the, the things about making cakes. Also learn to run a business. Making beautiful cakes is actually only part of the story. Learn to run a business. Most people start this as a hobby and or a lot of people start it as a hobby and move into it as a business and they don't have any business skills at all. Mm-hmm. I had been working in in a corporate job. You know, I'd been working in marketing and I go back and see how naive I was because I it was a big corporate job, whereas I didn't have any experience for a small business at all. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so I would say if you're sat watching five hours worth of YouTube videos, make one of those hours a business. That's a business very hour. good advice. I wish you'd given me that advice a while ago. Sorry. <laughs> I wish I'd known it myself. <laughs> and um, I'm going to add to that as well. Um, have a time plan as well. So yeah. you're you're going to achieve this then you're going to you're going to win cake international then you're you know or yeah. you're, you're going to be making two wedding cakes a year or yeah. 45 wedding cakes a year but plan ahead so you've got something to aim for you know what you have to achieve but I mean the plan may change but you adjust it accordingly yeah. as you go along because if oh, you've got definitely. those goals you know that everything in your business is striving for those goals yeah. Whereas if you don't have that goal, you're just kind of, for want of a better phrase, um, pissing in the wind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were nice of them. <laughs> but you I'm are. You're just yours. sort of like, I'm just, you know, I'm just making cakes because I want to make cakes. But it's like, but if you're running a business, what are you doing at the end of it? Where are you going with yeah. it? 
Yeah. Yeah, totally right. 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 Okay. Oh, me. Uh, join a local business group. Um, yes, networking. Oh, my God. I think we yeah, should do a that, whole episode on networking. Yeah, because yeah. some networking is nice and some yeah. networking is uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, so, but there's all sorts of groups um, that you could join and you don't have to join all of them. Because when I first started, I joined them all, every single <laughs> one of those groups. <laughs> and then the you spend lot. all your time drinking coffee with people. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and, I, and now I've, I'm in two groups. Right. Uh, two groups that are like Facebook groups and then other little ones. Like I'm on the Emma, yeah. Emily Hankins group and that, the Hannah one as well. Um, yeah. And I've made some very good friends on there yeah who are like-minded so I've got rid of all the the ones that are just I think you've I think you've got to go for all the others I mean I remember years and years ago I went to it was like a breakfast networking group I want to call it BMP but it's not BMP because that's not what it was maybe it's BNF (laughs) Um, I think maybe it's BNF it's like a big group and I remember going to this breakfast group at half six in the morning at the local brewers fair and I sat there and I I remember sitting there and by quarter to seven, I thought, what am I doing here? And it was all blokes. It was all blokes. They were accountants, plumbers, double glazing people. Do you know what I mean? And it it was, it was a business networking. And so I went, I tried it, never went again. And I think you have to try them all to, to, like you say, to make sure you're getting the right ones. But around to where I am, there's at least three women's women in business networking groups and again I've been to all of them and one of them's really really good really I felt comfortable there the others I didn't feel so comfortable so yeah Yeah. you do have to try them but it is just to get like a and it's not it's not even to get business it's just to feel support isn't it to feel like you're not working on your own well here's an example so um my mum died sadly on the Thursday and then that weekend I had three weddings um, yeah. I can honestly say it was quite a hard weekend, but, mm. but I got there. But one of the cake groups I'm on, it's a secret cake group, so I'm not going to say which one it is. <laughs> <laughs> and they're amazing. <laughs> they're very amazing. The three of the ladies, um, I asked for some help because I, I couldn't do it on my own. And three ladies came together. Well, everyone tried to help, but those yeah. these particular three ladies, they came together they made some stuff for me and they made my life 100% easier because yeah. I didn't have to worry about those those things. Can I, can I t- name tag them? Of course you. Of course you can. Uh, and I'm going to write them down and I will put them in the show notes too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Holly Sherrod, Sally Harling and Victoria Bloomfield. Oh, what bless amazing them. ladies. And do you know what? They are. They wouldn't take any money from me either. No. Yeah, so I must do this now. I'm, I'm, I'm going. We're going to get them a little present. I must make sure yeah. I'm my mark. <laughs> but it, 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 it really, it really does help to have, to have a network, whether it's a business network, whether it's a cake oh my network. God, yeah. Don't, don't see, don't see your cake, your cake, competitors as competitors because they're not. You know. No, no, they're not. Definitely. Yeah, they come together, and we we have yeah. got um we have got a whole episode coming up of cake community soon, 
um, we've been juggling it around because we've been busy and the lady that we're interviewing has been busy. But at the end of October, we hopefully will be interviewing someone and we're going to talk about Kate community because she's got a big Kate community. So, yeah. Right. So my next one, um, and I really do wish I knew this 10 years ago, is that I didn't need a shop. Ah, because <laughs> and I see you know I see this so often on Facebook I see all these people going my dream is to have a little cake shop well that was my dream and that was my number one goal once I started my business and I was thinking oh yeah this is going all right my number one goal was to have a cake shop um and actually what my number one goal should have been was to build my business was to find my niche was to make sure mm-hmm. I had my ideal client sorted but instead I went all in and had a shop um Mm -hmm. and whilst the shop was lovely and I wouldn't have met Mm -hmm. you had I not had the shop but what and the the shop and the shop was lovely and I loved it there were so many mistakes because I hadn't learned to run a business I hadn't run I I just went in really naive really really naive and I went no I just want a shop and four years later I was burnt out and I was knackered and I hated making cakes Mm. so and that's that And I could do yeah. a whole episode on that, but I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> That's all in the past. Yeah. But if anyone wants to know why not to have a shop, please get in touch because I could talk the hind legs off a donkey about not mm. having a shop. Mm. And I would never have premises again, ever. No, no yeah. I wouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because as, as, it might not be Sammy's money, but it was Sammy's stress. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It was good though. I wouldn't oh, it have met you. No. We wouldn't have made, made all these amazing friends that we had. Yeah. And yeah. Stuff. And I mean, it, we, we had some really, really good times. Um, I imagine. But, I was sat talking to somebody, I can't remember who I was talking to, I think it was my sister, and we were saying, Imagine if you still had the shop during COVID. Oh, God. I would have been destroyed. I mean, yeah. when they started digging the road up outside, that destroyed me. Yeah. I, would have, I would have been just, yeah, I would have been yeah. in some sort of asylum by now, I think. I really would have been. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, <laughs> yes. Yeah, we, we got out just in time. But I mean, and it was and it was amazing, but it should never have been my primary goal in my yeah. business. Yeah. So, and that's no, that's what that's all there is to say about that. Okay. <laughs> um. I, I, I'm going to jump to you can say no. Yes. You Sorry, you that was a really bad to way say... to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you replied with yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no. <laughs> so quality over quantity um, because you – you, you think at the beginning, you think, oh, yeah, I can say yes to every cake. I need the money. I'm going to do it. I'm yeah. going to say yes, 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 yes. So come Friday night, you've got four cakes to do. You you were working part-time somewhere else. You're trying to finish your cake. Absolutely not. And the cakes going out the door won't be as good a quality. They will yeah. be rushed. Yeah. You're, you're, you're panic-making. So, and also because um, they're, they're rushed, then you might not get the same feedback. You might not get return sales. Yeah. It has such a knock-on effect. Yeah, such a definitely. Knock-on effect. And also the other thing, and, and as just an example, um, 
I also think that if you take on fewer cakes, but you charge more. Yeah. So you can still make as much money, but your cakes are better. Yeah. And because your cakes are better, you can charge more. That's That's right. And you'll get better quality of clients as well coming through. And and if your cakes are good, you will get repeat orders. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I have got clients from the shop still who still come to me. So, Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely say yeah they will keep coming quality. back and yeah. I would say so so I had also one very similar to that that I would say learn to have boundaries so mm. don't be on call 24 um, 7 mm. and because a lot of people think oh well I run my own business because I can be my own boss and I'll have spare time and <laughs> I've seen <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um, and I've seen a really good thing on Instagram recently Mm-hmm. And I don't know the exact wording, but it's something along the lines of um, clients shouldn't see my spare time as availability. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you've decided on a Monday night, you've had a really busy weekend on a Monday night, you're going to sit in the bath with your eye. Not that this ever happens in my house. Sit in the bath with your <laughs> iPad perched on the laundry basket, watching crap yeah. on Netflix. With a glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that that and then someone comes to me on a Sunday and says, I really need a cake for a Tuesday. Have you had a lot of this recently? I've been let down by my cake maker. Yes, it's driving me nuts. Because you know what, then people aren't being let down. I had one. She said, I've been let down by my cake maker. I need a yacht by the end of the week. Um, And I said to her, oh, this is happening a lot at the moment because I think people are being pinged. And she said, no, the cake maker's husband's been diagnosed with, with cancer. To me, that's not being let down by a cake maker. No. I think that was such, yeah. And I I think there's a lot of people that are contracting COVID or having to self-isolate. You know, it's not being let down. It's it's, people are doing the right thing by time. Yeah, it's life. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so I, I do think that if you have scheduled in a night in the bath watching crap on Netflix. Do it. That doesn't mean you're available to make a cake on a Tuesday for a Tuesday morning. Yeah, yeah. So, and if you have a job and you make cakes, always give yourself family time. This is the problem mm. that I had. I used to have a part-time job three days a week. Then I was making cakes four days a week. That was it, I was working seven days a week. Mm. And it's rather tiring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not a good work-life balance. Always make sure you have always a good make time. This is from my mum from the grave. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. You said, said to me, um, always make time for yourself. She said, yes, because I said to her, I haven't shaved my legs. <laughs> <laughs> and she went, you must always make time for you. you, yeah. you what good are you if you're burnt out? So yeah. always make time for you. And we, I mean, we did that whole episode. We did the whole episode about mental health um so go yeah. back and listen to that it was a really really good episode mm-hmm. um and so I would recommend going and listening to that but yeah you're not on call 24 7 learn to have real boundaries in your work mm. focus on your strengths not others oh, <laughs> nice <laughs> nice nice is it is it me or you it's you, you. It's you. It's no, it's you. you. Oh, sorry <laughs> <laughs> um don't always constantly look at other people's work. Yes. As well. 
Yeah. You, you'll sit there and you'll be on Instagram and then you'll go on Pinterest and then you'll go on YouTube and then you're on Facebook. And if you're con- constantly looking at other people's stuff, you're not helping um, to develop your own style. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's nice and you can learn things. But if you are constantly bombarded with yeah. other people's cakes, you're going to go, oh, I can never make anything as good as that ever. Well, yeah. You've, you've got to take the leap of faith. I can't words. I can't I mean, I think it's it's good to have um, like a cake crush, like cake idols. Yeah, I've got you know, those. we've all got our cake idols that we go, yeah. oh, wish. But then my cake idols don't make cakes that I make. Yeah, do you know what? The the, the same. I've got um, uh, Suzanne Thorpe. Yeah. At, um, the frostery. The frostery. Yeah. I mean, her cakes are just beauty. Yeah, they are just, yeah, I follow. She's one of the few cake makers I follow. I never want to make a cake like hers. Yeah. And Emily Hankins as well. Yes. Her cakes. Oh, they're to die for. But (laughs) I just just could not do what she does. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of my cake idols, and but but you still get inspiration from them, don't you? You still see certain yeah. things, and and I, maybe you just get inspired by their artistic nature and their yeah. by them as as oh, cake yeah. artists. Yeah, you know, I love it but, when you look at a cake and you go, it it takes your breath away. Yeah, like you see something absolutely beautiful, and you're like, oh, oh my god, I just. It's like a work yeah. of art. <laughs> yes, yes. Another one that I would recommend is Lima Cakes, L-I-M-A Cakes. Yeah. If you haven't looked at hers yet, they are, they're all like very textural. And oh, of, I love yeah, all that. Really lovely. But also the other thing that happens is if, you, if you're continually looking at other people's cakes, you're continually comparing yourself yeah. and then, but it's not just the cakes you're comparing yourself to, it's their business you're comparing yourself to you know so you see that you see posts like fully booked for the whole of October and you sit there and go well why am I not fully booked why have I not got that many cakes do you know what sorry I'm done jumping in there so I am fully booked now until October the 23rd because my husband has come in and he's gone look you've got all these cakes you can't take any more orders so it's not that I'm I'm just heaving with orders. It's because Mark's come along and gone, this is what you can do. We're not going to overstretch yourself. This is it. Yeah. So. Because it's for your own. Yeah. Yeah. My sanity. So I've got one cake this week, which is a hard cake. One cake next week, which is an easy cake. But then I've got three wedding cakes the weekend after. So I can plan ahead now and make all the things for those three cakes. Get them all done. But that's, yeah. I mean, because, and what happens is, is that you're, you're fully booked, you know, your version of fully booked is mm. very different from someone else's version of fully booked. Yeah, that's right. So someone else might be, might have a full-time job and only do one cake a week. Mm. And if that one slot is taken every week, they're fully booked. Whereas mm. someone else might be work doing this full-time and say, I can do six cakes a week. So you, you're not, you're not comparing apples with apples, yeah, you know what I mean? Right. And it's and you you get into this comparisonitis and and you start <laughs> you, you start to, you start to, <laughs> but you start to compare your life with their life and your mm. life isn't the same as their life and you you shouldn't no. you shouldn't compare no, one another. Right. Everyone's Definitely. 
lives are different. Yes. Um, right. So I'm I'm next. Um, I am going to say I wish I knew that my cakes were never going to be perfect. <laughs> Yeah. And that I had to learn to walk away from a cake. Yeah. Because otherwise you can fiddle ass with a cake for days and days. Um, and that little dink where you've put your nail in the fondant, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, and that your line's not quite straight there or your eye in your, the word happy birthday is a bit low there because you're, seeing it as a perfection and the customer will come in and look at it as a big hole and go oh it's lovely yeah you're seeing all the little niggly details yeah. so yeah you will you will, your cakes will never be perfect and sometimes you have to walk away from it whilst you're making it because yeah. you get cake blind yes and you're looking at this one spot and you're thinking oh my god it looks awful yeah you walk away you have a cup of tea or coffee in my case and then you come back and then you go oh yes and yeah. it, and you can start again yeah yeah you do you get you, you we used to say in the shop walk away from the cake yeah Just walk away yeah. from walk the cake away. walk away from the, but also <laughs> I, I mean and I think when you're working on your own it's hard I mean it was actually easier when there was a team of us because one of us could look over and go well, what are you talking about it's fine yeah. Whereas when it's just you on your own in like this little vacuum of perfect. Oh yeah. You know. Because I'm I'm quite messy as well. So as I. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so as as I get more and more busy, like I'm working on one cake, it, the deadline's coming up. Yeah. My working space gets smaller and smaller <laughs> as well. <laughs> so. That makes me zoom in on that particular part of the cake. Yeah. So I'm getting closer and closer to the that space. So yeah, we have, have said we up. have said this that in, in in I think it was in our time management time management episode that after every job, tidy away. Yeah. It will tidy help. Up. It will help yeah. for so many reasons. But yeah, yeah tidy tidy away. Yeah, how many times have you gone, oh, my God, I can't find a piece of equipment, and you're looking everywhere, and you're thinking, oh, my yeah. God, oh, my God, and it's it's right there, but it's hidden under. Because it's got 40 other things around it. Yeah. <laughs> the rolling pin, the little rolling pin is such a good hider of things <laughs> under the little roll bit, so yeah. your, your paintbrush will and I'll tell you what I've got. I've got one of those um, Lazy Susans from Ikea. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they're just about like half an inch off the, the table. Yeah. Yeah, paintbrushes. <gasps> I'll, li oh I'll God, lift yeah. it up and there'll be like 10 under there. And I go, that's where they all went. <laughs> My turn, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so insurance, public yeah. liability insurance. Um, there's There are lots of companies that do public liability. But there are also now I'm finding companies that will do public liability insurance for bakeries or insurance for bakeries or, or like cake makers, which um, is really good as well. Now, you know, we did the thing with Emily Hankins, not Emily Hankins, um, Welsh guys. And we did that thing where we went into the chat, chat rooms. 
Oh, it'll come to me in a minute. The cake so. professionals. Yes, thank you. Yes. <laughs> they're not um, Welsh, they're from they, Cornwall. Why do they think? Oh, I'm Pavorian. It's kind of that side. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. So, so much going actually, on. They actually had um, a, a, a company on there, but I can't remember the name of the company who were for email. Oh, they sponsored it, they, didn't they? They were the ones that were sponsoring it. Right, they okay. Did. I will find it. I will put it in they the show notes. Put it in the show notes. But um, I also recommend going local to yourself as well. So I was on, um, I'm on the Hampshire Business Women's Group and um, there's always somebody going, does anybody do public liability insurance? And then all of these women will go, oh yeah, I can recommend this, I can recommend that, blah, blah, blah. So uh, I was recommending a wonderful woman called Lucy Rumming and she's from Willow Insurance. Um, so she's local to me, which is quite nice. And um, someone else has just emailed us and we've put it into the box for when we have to renew our insurance. Um, NFU, Mutual, Winchester and Wickham, which is also quite local to us. NFU well. is um, the Farmers. Is it? Yeah, National Farmers Union. And yeah. I know that because we were insured in our thatched cottage by them. Uh. Yeah. So they insured thatch cottages and yeah. they do like smaller, more um, bespoke, I would say. Oh, do you know what really? I mean? Yeah, oh, they're like smart. more niche. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I think I think they probably do do a lot of insurance, but they will look at small. So obviously a thatch cottage insurance yeah. is quite niche. Yeah. So they yeah. yeah they insured us for that, but I think they do sort of like and they do like small businesses like um yeah. like mechanics and things like that as well because they've yeah. got very specific needs. Yeah. You know? Well that that on the email um that they sent me because they were touting for business, um yeah. they they've said we're we're now going into like other industries like cakes and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. I mean I definitely if you if you're gonna get I mean I I this year um I actually went with direct line but they have a specific cake makers small business uh-huh. cake makers one yeah but the other one that I and was it's with, not expensive is it no. I think I'm paying about 70 quid for the year yeah I think mine is about 60 quid something like that 60 70 quid and it's I've, not much I've got five, five million public yes, liability yeah, on public mine liability. and a lot of venues, venues are asking like yeah a lot yeah. of venues are asking for the five million the other one that I was with um but I'm now earning too much, so I can't. But oh yeah, if, I know. Which so, but if you if you are earning, I think it's under seven and a half thousand from cakes. Yeah, I think so. Um, the British Sugar Craft Guild. Yeah. And although it still is about seventy quid a year once you add everything on, because you have to be a member of the British Sugar Craft Guild to be able to get insurance. Mm-hmm. So it's still about seventy quid. But you become a member of the British Sugar Craft Guild, yeah. and you get um, a magazine every month or yeah. every quarter yeah. or. And I think it's every quarter, and yeah. you get to go to their classes, yeah. and they're brilliant. They're amazing. They're brilliant. So, but yeah. you, but you have to. I think because it's can see considered that you have to be running it as a not a hobby, but not a full time job. I'm sure it's yeah. about seven and a half, eight thousand a year. You have yeah. to. You can't be earning any more than that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're really good as well. And the, but they're and what was good about them is during COVID, they allowed their members to continue trading. Whereas oh, really? some insu- yeah some insurance companies said you're not allowed to trade anymore. We won't insure you if you trade. Yeah. yeah. Whereas they came out and said absolutely you can still continue to trade. Mm. Um. But yeah, I would definitely yeah definitely go for someone someone niche someone that 
that you can talk to that you that knows your business yeah. or like say someone that's local that you can actually talk to about it yeah that's right yeah at the drop of a hat sound you don't go on hold you yeah. get the music <laughs> bloody music <laughs> right um i would i'm going to say my next one um oh you've done a couple of mine already um that's okay no it's good um is to have an advertising strategy yeah so so in and again we're going to try and do a whole episode on this because we think this is really important but don't just post pictures of cake on your social media Mm willy-nilly um don't get to sunday night and go these are all the cakes i've made and then post six cakes in one go and then they all come out on a because I, I I so I look after the Instagram account for the business cake making, and I follow lots of hashtags like Hampshire cake maker, Yorkshire cake maker, Welsh cake maker, and I can go on a Friday, none of those hashtags are coming up on my feed. There, none of them coming up. And then on a Sunday night, Monday morning, I have got hundreds of them on my feed. Really? Because, yeah, and it it's because people get to. A Saturday, they've made all their cakes and they post all their pictures of all their cakes uh-huh. all in one go. Yeah. Um, and so if you've, if you, if that's how you work in your head, if that's how you work, which is, you know, I, I get that. You, it's something you need to get out of the way. Schedule them. So schedule them so they're going to come out on a Monday, a Wednesday, a Friday, a Sunday. So, so you're drip feeding yeah, your cakes into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, one go. yeah, because the thing is, is that I think there's um, I th- I'll see if I can find it. Rachel Waring, you know, who did our Pinterest talk all yeah. way way back. She did a thing. She did a, a still on her Instagram, which I will share. There was something like how long posts last. Mm. So on Facebook, a post will last several hours. Mm-hmm. And then on Instagram, a post will last 20 hours. And then mm-hmm. on Pinterest, a post will last two months. And then a blog post will last a year. So, I mean, so you, how it, you, you see them. Um, mm-hmm. And so if you post everything on one day, if your clients aren't looking on that day, they're not going to see it. No. So drip feed in. And okay. also don't post cakes you don't want to make. No. <laughs> you know have the strategy that you know what cakes you want to make and they're the ones you post out there yeah don't feel you have to put it up no just because you made it not everyone needs to see it no that's right I mean I have clients around here that you know they've been clients of mine for years and years and years I've come back to here and they've been clients and I've you know the first thing I was asked to make when I came back was a Spongebob Squarepants cake no one has ever seen that cake <laughs> I made it because she was a good client. No yeah. one is ever going to see it. Yeah, that's right. I never want to make them. I don't want other people coming and saying, oh, I saw that SpongeBob cake. Can you make that for me? No. So, yeah, have a strategy <laughs> of what of your, your advertising, what you're advertising you do and how you do it. And Yeah, and shop local. Mm-hmm. Shop local. Because yes. um, you build a rapport with your local shop owners and mm-hmm. um if they know you're a cake maker they're going to recommend you if they know you're a good yeah. cake maker then they're going to come to you so yes. and, and there's a difference there or um here's an example on saturday um i'd pre-ordered some flowers for a cake for sunday um 
but we had two weddings in the morning. She phones me up at 12 o'clock to check that I hadn't forgotten about the flowers because they shut at three, wow. which I thought was really nice. Yeah. And that and that's yeah. a local local florist. So that is nice. I, I, and also you you're yeah. so you're giving your business to a local florist and she's gonna recommend you to Yeah. Yeah, because like she a, said I'll put some cards in my shop. So I, I gave perfect. her some cards and she said well, we were always trying to find cake makers. So, it's all yeah. about that networking again, isn't it? Having a network. It's so mm. important. But a network in your comfort zone. Because yeah. Uh, I I met I went into the shop and I met the lady and we just clicked and we were like chat 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 so um if I'd have phoned up I wouldn't have got that if uh if I'd have got done an email I wouldn't have got that either so yeah yeah. no I think I think networking networking is so important that's that's where I've got most of my sales from Mm -hmm. um but you do have to put yourself out there with networking. You do have yeah. to talk. Like you, you, went, you had to go into that shop. You had to talk to someone. But yeah. then that's nice. In the moment, God, we're all desperate to go and talk to people. Well, I yeah. am. Yeah. I, and I prefer, I prefer networking like that than going yeah. to a networking meeting. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're quite intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. We will do an episode. We definitely will do an episode on it. So, um, right, my next one is to... I wish when I was starting that I recognised that this wasn't a hobby I was making a few quid out of, that this was a business. Yeah. That if I'd started with the mindset, to be honest, actually, it was it was funny because when I first started, I was in the corporate world um, and I was quite confident and my confidence spilled out into my cake making. So in the first year of making cakes, I... Had, I was requested remember Brides magazine which was like the vogue yeah. of yeah. yeah they they requested I provide them with some cupcakes for a photo shoot that was in my first year and that's because I was yeah. like really cocky um and I was coming out of the corporate world and this is what I can do and I'm you know I can I can do all this but then it wasn't until it kind of there, there's something in my mindset shifted that I no longer was this businesswoman Mm-hmm. And I was just, I, it was, I just had a hobby and I was making a few quid from it and I didn't have the right mindset. And I think mindset is so, so important. Mm. So important. Um, so yeah, you need to learn to value yourself as a business, not just a hobby that you're making a few quid from. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and, and you've got to keep the love because Yes. Just recently, I've I've had quite a hard time with it with my mum and everything, um, mm. and I on that so mum died on Thursday. On the Sunday, I was shattered from doing all the cakes yeah. and all the stuff. I said to Mark, "Why do I do this?" Yeah, and he went, "Because you love making cakes." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I'm not feeling the love at the moment." Yeah, so you you have to, I guess you have to re-energize yourself as well and go, "Come on." Yeah, and th- I mean, we'll all go through those periods. I mean, when it's, a, I mean, I've had a few people actually reach out to me and say um, recently, and I think it's because we went from nothing to five wedding cakes a week. Yeah. And it, and the fact that we went through all that period 
and then we're doing five wedding cakes a week but we've actually spent half the money that have come in at yeah. this deposit so we're not getting we, the money in well, I think we a lot spent of people, all the money yeah <laughs> that's what I mean I'm so, working well, for free at the moment yeah. And that's and, and the thing is, and that's how I think that's how a lot of people are feeling that that mm. all this money's been and gone, and we're just making these cakes because we have to, and we're overworked because we're doing several cakes a week, and and I think we will get through it, mm. you know, it will all sort of like level itself out. But I think it's really difficult for people in the for anyone in the hospitality in the wedding industry. Oh my god, yeah. Um, you know, I know we're still on that, a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's, I mean, I've got at the beginning, at the end of October, beginning of November, I've got more wedding cakes in like a two week period than I've had in years. Mm. Um, And I know that I will get to the end of that and go, why, why am I, why am I doing this? Because not all of them are cakes <laughs> that I want to do. Because some of them are cakes I booked two years ago before I'd rebranded and re-niched. Yeah. So they're cakes I'm looking at and going, oh, I don't want to make that. Yeah. But I think we will get through it. I really do. And I think all those cake makers out there that are struggling, keep going. You'll be all right. You'll be yeah. all right. Yes, we're going to get there. Yeah. Can I just say as well, mm-hmm. um, if you don't like a certain type of cake or if you've made it previously and now you've lost the love for it, mm-hmm. don't make it. Don't make it anymore. Totally. Because I used to love silhouette cakes. Love them. <laughs> and... I did one the other day, and I'm never making another one. I just, <laughs> it's gone on my list of, no, we don't yeah. do that anymore. So don't be afraid to do something like that and say, no, I don't, I don't make that yeah. type of cake. But it's, it's similar to I've just asked you how much you would charge to make a topper with people mm-hmm. on it, because I yeah. know I don't like making people. I don't yeah. want to make people. I find them stressful. Um... I just I get frustrated with myself I spend too long on them and I know that you're much better at it than I am so I have learned to go I'm not making the people I'm not Mm. making the bride and groom but I know someone else that's amazing that can do it instead Mm. um and but it is it's getting back to that learn to say no as well isn't it yeah (laughs) you don't have to make and if you have if you have problems saying no you want to say no you can't but you can't Leave yourself little post-it notes everywhere or somewhere in your diary. Just say no, because that gives you the confidence. Yeah, I've, I've got those. Yeah. <laughs> Just, it, it gives you the confidence to go, nah. No, say no. Don't, I don't do it. Yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if, you, if you're if you making a cake that A, you don't love or B, you find too difficult, mm. you're going to find it really stressful. And then you're going to sit, like you say, you're going to sit back and go, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I making these cakes that I really hate? Yeah. And I'm not being paid enough money for. Yeah. Because I really right. hate them. <laughs> yeah. Because if you really hate something, no amount of money is going to be enough. Let's, let's right. face it. Unless the full asking for the cake, you go, oh, I'll charge you £700 because you don't want to do it. And they go, yeah. yes, please, I'll pay <gasps> for that. Yes. Can you remember that princess cake we made yeah. at the shop? Oh, <laughs> god so it's a three-tier princess cake and he came in and we gave him a price that we thought there is no way he's and we were really busy that week as well Mm. and we gave him a price we went there is no way he's going to go for that absolutely nowhere and it had didn't have a road coming down the side and a great big castle on the top and a a little carriage coming around the road on it or something yeah we put a church on it 
because it was a castle uh, thing and it lit up yeah. remember we had that light up one that's um, it yeah and we thought we, he's never going to go for that he's never going to which is fine because we're too busy and then he came and did it and then because <laughs> we charged him so much the expectation of Wouldn't how good this cake had to look <laughs> was so much higher. so yeah don't do that either it, it sounds really good at the time to be outpricing yourself out of the market, but some bugger will come and actually buy that cake and you will then yeah. have to make it. Shot yourself in the leg. Yeah, we really did. Oh, I remember that so well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've done all of my... Have you? Right. Well, I've got a couple mm-hmm. more. So I've got one um, that if you're starting out and you're not making the cakes that you want, and you don't have those pictures to post on social media, go and buy some dummies. Go and buy some dummies, make the cakes you want to make, and photograph them. And another thing that we did, and I actually, um, I can remember I, I asked everyone at the shop to do it, and everyone really jumped on board, and it was really nice, that we all entered Cake International, mm. because it really pushed us. And Cake International is one of those things that you can go, um, right, I'm going to make the cake I want. I just want to make that cake. And no one's ever going to ask me to make that cake. So let's just do it. And yeah. it gave us a reason to make it rather than sometimes when you're making dummies, you kind of think, oh, I'm just going to make this to destroy it because I'm going to take a picture and it's all going to be lovely and then I'm going to throw it away. But yeah. if, you've, if you've got something like a competition to enter, like I made mm. a skull cake for Cake International. Oh, my no God, that was gonna, amazing. But no one's ever going to order that. No one's ever going to no. order that skull. But it, I really enjoyed making it and I made it for me. Mm. And then I had that picture of it and then I've had orders off it. and no one's ever ordered a skull, but they've seen that skull and they've gone, I know she's capable of making that type of cake. And and so it's, it's, yeah. so, so you sometimes have to make Get cakes out of not for sale. Though. Yeah, but not, but yeah. not, if they're not being sold, you know, make them even if they're not going to be sold. Yeah. Make everyone's yeah. birthday cakes, make everyone's, you know, anniversary cakes. If, you know, my niece, I used to say to her, what, what, what cake do you want for your birthday this year? Just because I knew that she would throw something at me that was yeah. ridiculous and yeah. I'd, get, I'd get to make it. Yeah. And they were always absolutely fantastic. I remember I made a stitch, Lilo and Stitch, one year. Yeah. That was my favourite, actually. Yeah. That was my favourite. Didn't you make Definitely. a big white one? Yeah, I can't remember what it was called. It was a big Disney character that was a big white thing with a tiny little head yeah just like little slits for eyes I made that for her as well and then she turned around one day and said um I don't want a cake because you're only using it for your portfolio so she had a call in the campaign (laughs) fine Colin it is for you (laughs) yeah but yeah so just make cakes you want to make just to give them away sometimes Um, my, my last one my last one is what I wish I knew when I started making cakes is that I would never have nice nails. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I used to oh, have beautifully manicured got... hands. Oh, I used to wear acrylics oh. all the time. They used to go tap, tap before they were really popular and all the girls would oh. wear them. I wore them first. Oh, and they would so love me. Yeah, and now my nails are dirty. Well, they're not dirty. It's like you were saying earlier. No, they're not dirty. Not, they're col- food colouring. It's like food colouring and, oh, 
And yeah. I just like to keep them really short. Yeah. And from the constant washing up, they're all manky and... Yeah. They're not beautiful. They're Cake a worker's hands. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. Cake makers cannot have nice hands. You well, can have can. Smurf green. Oh, no, Smurf blue. Yeah. Oh, green. <laughs> Smurf blue, snot green. Yeah. Flame red. red. But you, yeah, but you can't have nice hands. So, and that's it. That's all I've got. That's wonderful. I think we've, we've talked about a lot. And I did look I up the cakes just now. And wow, they, I am following them. Um, yeah. yeah, they are. <laughs> they are. Yeah, pretty amazing. Lo- yeah, they're, lo- they're amazing. Amazing yeah. cakes. So we are starting a new feature this week, which we are going to do every week from now on. Um, and we are going to do because uh, we talk about this quite often about all our favourites and things. So we're mm. going to talk about our product of the week. We need a theme tune. Yeah. Product of the week. Product of the week. Excellent. <laughs> right. So, Sammy, what is your product of the week? Well, my product of the week, I did start to speak about it on the last podcast and I have now tried tried it. It's uh, whipping it up Swiss meringue buttercream from Sugar and Crumbs. They've got um, a variety of flavours. I'm scrolling through now. You've got black cherry, coconut. Um, I can't see that flavour. Which one? The coffee. <laughs> uh, lemon drizzle, uh, raspberry ripple, oh. salted caramel, um, strawberries and cream. Sorry, I'm just going to keep strawberry milkshake. Oh, there's just so many of them. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. There's, there's so, so which flavour did you um, try? Did you just try a basic? I, I tried the lemon. Which, <gasps> nice. And you know, sometimes when you get lemon flavours and it's really artificial. Yeah. It was It was really. Oh, it was so delicate but zesty in my mouth and and oh it was just it was my mouth just exploded with water (laughs) so refreshing and it wasn't overly sweet as well and the other one I tried was the velvety vanilla and again um it was smooth it was clean creamy it had that lovely um vanilla you know when you put it in your mouth and and you're like "Mm, mm." so how do they work do they come as Super yeah, okay. they come in. They come in the bag. Um, you have to whip up. I think it was 500 grams of buttercream, of butter, soft butter. You whip it up for about five minutes. Then you add the packet mix, mm-hmm. mix it up, and it's at that point you're like, oh, it smells so good. <laughs> and then you add, I think it's 270 grams of tepid water, right. and it's just so light and floofy and oh it's lovely and it it was so easy to work with um so because that's nice because swiss i mean swiss meringues it's, it's not the hardest meringue buttercream but it is a faff usually yeah you know you usually have yeah. to warm up your egg whites and whip yeah. it all up and put your butter in and it is a bit of a faff whereas that sounds Easy. And you know, the other day you sent me the thing for the other buttercream. Oh, the sugar, cre- the sugar geeks. Um, yeah, I like haven't tried that one. yet. Yeah, yeah, because I've been so busy. Um, I, I, I am going to try that one as well because yeah, there's I want a, there's to a see sugar the geeks difference. one. Yeah, so I'll, I would, I'll put. I would highly recommend 
This the sugar and crumbs one. Yeah. Nice. Simple, nice. easy, dish bash bosh. Perfect. And more and more people are liking Swiss meringue buttercream or a meringue buttercream because it's not as sweet, is it? It's not. No, it's not like, oh, and you know, sometimes you have it and you're, it's sugar, buttercream, and you're like, yeah. And also, it's quite stable as well. It, it It's quite a solid, stable. Yeah. Because that's, that, that always surprises with. me. It always surprises me about a, but, a Swiss about a meringue buttercream. I always think you're going to put another cake on top, and the whole lot's just going to go. Pleh. But no. it's, it, I guess it's the butter in there and the the protein yeah. and the egg and yeah. Yeah, and you know sometimes you watch videos, tutorials, not too many, just keep it low key. But <laughs> <laughs> um, um, all the comments are, how do you get your buttercream so smooth and velvety and creamy and shiny? Yeah. It's because it's Swiss meringue buttercream. Yeah. There's no bubbles or anything. It's just beautiful. Loved it. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, so my product of the week, which I have in front of me, are the Karen Portolio. I think that's how you spell it. Karen Portolio um, Edible Artists Oil Paints. They're by Sugarin. And I bought a box because the box came, um, they were doing a special offer. And you could buy the mm-hmm. set of six. Set of eight. So there is only eight colours because what she says is that you can mix all the colours to get whatever colour you like. And they come in tubes and they are just like acrylic paints. They, they mm-hmm. work just like acrylic paints. And you need the tiniest little bit um, and they stay, they stay wet, mm-hmm. which can be frustrating because if you've worked like with cocoa butter and it dries pretty quickly and then you can put the next coat on it can be a little bit frustrating um but it does stay wet so you can continue to move it around um and I used time it was the yacht the yacht I was talking about earlier and she wanted very specific colors down the side of the yacht and I used these and I used the tiniest tiniest amount and you can mix them and they say that you can thin them and they sell specific thinners, right? Oh, yeah. So they sell like a quick drying thinner and another thinner. And I thought, well, I've already spent 25 quid on these and I needed them. And I hadn't read the leaflet about the thinners until uh-huh. obviously I needed them. So I tried vodka and it worked. So right. I have, I didn't buy their thinner, I'm afraid. I tried vodka and it worked. Um, and they're just lovely. They're really 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 lovely did you say they were fractal colors no sugar in there's sugar in um a collection of eight ready to use oil paints so they're oil paints so they're like they're like acrylic oil paints by chef karen portolio i don't know where they've come from i've got them from somewhere in in the uk but i think i don't think she is from the uk Um, but i will put all the details on Mm-hmm. The show notes and I will share it um on Instagram as well I will share our and, and, and the box it comes in looks really nice as well because yeah packaging makes all the difference it does because it comes <laughs> and you feel do you know what I felt like I'd been to an artist shop I felt yeah. like I got them from so I love an, that feeling yeah from an artist supplies and it's like a really chunky box um and look and you also get inside a little card that says thank you I love that. So, so you feel like you you cared for. Um, I just well. looked her up. Karen Portolio is a cake and chocolate artist living in Atlanta. 
Ah, American. Okay. Before jumping into the culinary world, she created props and sets for advertising with a client list that includes Neiman Marcus, Nordstrom, Target, Maybelline, Nestle chocolate. Wow. Okay. So um, she she obviously knows her staff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Apparently these these paints can be used on that makes sense because she's if she's a chocolate artist because they yeah. can be used on anything including chocolate buttercream yeah. fondant um so that I think they must be oil based if they can be used on they can use on chocolate yeah. and fondant on on buttercream yeah they must yeah they must be mustn't they yeah so but they're really good I would highly recommend them and I have used them and they're excellent so this is going to be a new feature. Um, and we will put all the details up on our show notes. And I say I will share them also on our Instagram page. Can I, sorry, I've just carried on reading. Um, it allows you to create a quick watercolour like effect. I'm really excited about that. I want to try that. So, yeah, carry on. Sorry. Post-it <laughs> notes. <laughs> show notes, not post-it notes. <laughs> Yeah, I'll put post-it notes around the room if someone could come and have a look. Yeah. <laughs> so we hope you've enjoyed our product of the week. If anyone has got any products that they are using that they would like to recommend to us, um, then please, please do. But we, uh-huh. our product of the week, we are definitely going to be ones that we use. So we've got personal mm-hmm. experience that we use, that we've used and we've enjoyed. Um, so, but yeah, if anyone has anything that they think is really good, please yeah. recommend it. And we, if it's not too expensive, we'll go out and get it and have a look. Hmm. If it's a bit pricey, yeah. then I'm sorry. You might just have to do that yeah. for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do a review for us. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. Hmm. Right. So I think, I think that's it for today. Okie dokie. Thank okay. you very much. Love yeah. you lot. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.